0: This is Sabrina Marie, host of the Building Abundant Success Series. We are about 10 days away from all the holiday feasts, and we pay for those feasts in many, many ways, whether it's immediately or down the road, so we're going to talk about a naturally organic you. My guest is Dr. Denise Sim Dukes, she's a holistic counselor and teacher. On a plant-based diet, and she is the author of many books. She's been in national media, a former Miss Alabama, as well as you know, dancing on Soul Train, and actually learning the craft of holistic healing and living from the late Dick Gregory and Jack Lalanne and many others like Dr. Sebi. But we're going to talk about this plant-based diet she learned from family experience and her own, about this lifestyle and has been teaching it for over 35 years. She has authored numerous books and youth plays and articles evolving around holistic health and wellness, the Denise Dukes 90-Day Plant-Based Meal Plan, Detoxification and Alkalinity, How to Live Disease-Free and Safe Food, an African American epidemic. We talk about this plant-based lifestyle, how it's helped her, and a lot of things she's learned along the way. Dr. Dukes and I are coming to you right now. Denise Dukes, thanks so much for being with us. Um, I have in the uh, really media heard a lot about uh, not only eating naturally, treating our bodies in a more natural way, and I thought a segment like this would be so so needed. Because all we're seeing now even in the school systems, there's a lot of denatured foods, a lot of things that uh really shouldn't be eaten, period, but let's just say on a regular basis and the sad standard American diet, um <laughs> well it 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 leaves a lot of gaps in terms of nutrition. So I wanted you to introduce yourself, let the audience know who you are, what you do, and um a little bit about your background and why you decided to go this more natural, more uh, holistic route.
1: Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for having me, Sabrina. It's a pleasure to be here and to be able to speak to everyone, uh, your audience in particular. Um and my background, just to give you a little bit about myself. I'm um um a holistic practitioner and uh I am not a medical doctor, so I want to first state that, and um, or I'm not in the medical field. But I have been on a holistic wellness journey for, I would say, the past 37 years. And what propelled me into looking at alternative ways in which the body could heal itself was that when I... I've always been into fitness and body consciousness. However, when I moved to LA, um, Los Angeles, I actually worked for Jack Elaine and his wife in one of the fitness centers, and mm-hmm. they were probably in their 70s at this point when I met them, Uh because they lived well into their 90s um, before they, they transitioned. But the time that they were here they had a very strong they had very strong bodies a lot of energy um you, you can read and google the the feats that Jacqueline Lane conquered uh just by his lifestyle of what he consumed on a daily basis and so i asked him one time i said well, what do you how do you guys stay so fit and you know, your your muscles, you know, keep yourself up, you know, the way that you do and and they say we juice. We juice a lot. And I said, Oh, okay. So um that's when I was introduced to juicing. And then I met some um Doctor Saby while I was in Los Angeles and he had an office there and he was speaking and I went to one of his engagements and he was talking about alkaline lifestyle and looking at the way the foods that we consume that can cause more harm to our bodies. And then um so from there my my antennas went up because um that was something I had never been familiar with. Growing up in the South as a southerner um we were I was more used to soul food. The, the traditional soul food uh, in menu. So that was what, you know, I ate in my home and we consumed a lot of and things of that nature. So I became a, quote, unquote, vegan, so to speak, when I lived in L.A., uh, eating more plant-based foods and things of that nature and not eating meats and so forth. And I felt better. And I said, hmm, there's something to this. Um at the time when I was in LA, I was working as, I was actually, um, a feature dancer on Soul Train. And I was modeling, and I was acting, and I was doing a whole lot of things. I was in school for, uh, to further my career as an actress and with Weiss Baron Hill School of Acting. And I received a call about a year into my, my, uh, residency there in Los Angeles that my mother was diagnosed with terminal cancer from my mom. My father gave me a call and liver cancer. So immediately I packed up everything I had and I moved back because I was an only child and my father and mother needed me. So I just, I gave up everything that I was pursuing and, and decided to come back home and help them in Alabama and Montgomery and help my father and my mother out. Um, at the time I was in my 20s, so I still didn't know you know, I didn't know what I knew now that could possibly have Maybe it helped her. Um, But I watched her diminish and her body to just, you know, uh, just basically deteriorate from the chemical therapy, chemotherapy, I'm sorry, (laughs) and the radiation and things of that nature. And Five years prior to that, she had had a double mastectomy because they had, she had breast cancer. So it came back with a vengeance in the liver and then it basically metastasized all over her body. So um therefore she was, she couldn't feed herself. My father and I had to help her with feeding herself, going to the restroom, walking, everything, hair falling out, all the the basic Things that happen with chemical therapy, chemotherapy, and so um, I watched her um, just wither away and die to Western medications and things of that nature, and trying to help her get better. And though after she passed, my father and I were there. My father had been been diagnosed with diabetes. Uh, for years and my mother would normally help him with his injections so I stayed there and I helped him with his injections and um, he actually had a real estate company at this time and I walked in on this real estate in his office one day and he was going into a diabetic coma and Mm -hmm. I immediately gave him some orange juice and some peppermint and kinda of shook him and brought him up enough to drink the juice, the orange juice, and to get the peppermint, you know, in his mouth and 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 then we um he came 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 around but I took him to the doctor, took him to the hospital at that point and he had literally lost thirty percent of his eyesight in one of his eyes, uh at that time. I think it was his left eye because his right eye he had lost in the war, Um, and so he had a glass eye in that eye, but the other eye he lost 30% due to the diabetic coma. So I, you know, attended to him and was there with him to help him through that transition, that phase, and I stayed in Montgomery, and eventually, years later, he passed away from diabetes complication, uh he had pneumonia so at this point I was just like it has to be a better way that there has to be something that that can help us to not have to deal with these horrific ways of living and to spend our lives in pain you know and and things of that nature so I started to I uh, remember what Dr. Sadie shared with me and, doc- and Jack Jacqueline's and Layla Africa. I started to study up under him. And then I went back to school to learn more, um, and I ended up getting my doctorate degree in fitness and nutritional science. And I learned how important nutrition was. So this was something that was not taught to us or introduced to us growing up, and doctors never shared you know, how important nutrition was. And so with that being said, we are, yes, we are predisposed predisp- uh, to certain, I would say, imbalances in the body. It's, I don't really want to say diseases because I say it is a dis in the body, meaning that there is an imbalance in nutrition uh, whether it be vitamins, minerals, proteins, enzymes, and the way that our body is processing food and being able to absorb the foods that are in our bodies, um, so I started really researching that in with my thesis when I was working on my master's and my dissertation and so forth for my doctorate. I began to look at detoxification and alkalinity and that's where my first book came from, Detoxification and Alkalinity, How to Live a Disease-Free Lifestyle. So I we started compiling um, Dr. Leda Africa, the assistance of him, um, putting together a list of foods that were readily available here in the United States um, that were more alkaline because what we looked at was, In in my book and our research, we realized that actually most cancer and diseases in the body are, they grow, especially pathogens. They exist and thrive in a more acidic body. So if your body is very acidic, then chances are you're going to have greater risk of cancer growth, pathogen, other pathogen growth. In the body and things that can actually throw your body off balance so that comes from a combination of the foods that we eat medications we may be taking and you know and things of that nature so we have also oxidative stress which basically comes from the environment toxins that are entering our body free radicals that are entering our body through the pollution through our ever evolving uh, society that we live in, we are just inundated with more and more toxicity uh 5 g is now you know causing a lot of major issues with us, even though it's helping us in technology wise to be a lot more efficient in in you know getting our message across the world. We still have to look at the fact that we have to do things to protect ourselves because it's like you're living in a huge microwave with 5 g and we all, if you've ever done any studies about microwaves, you'll know that they're not safe. You know, if you microwave your food, it kills all the nutrients in the food. So I stopped, I stopped years ago using a microwave. I would use an air fryer to heat up my food or the oven or the stove to heat up, reheat my food. And, uh, but I never cook with a microwave. So at one point I did, but as I learned how dangerous it was, I stopped doing that. So with that being said, not only are we dealing with an acidic body because we're eating a lot of processed foods, all processed foods are acidic. They're filled with preservatives, uh, chemicals, and that's what preservatives are, chemicals. Sodium, high levels of sodium. And so, you know, when we eat fast foods, um, whether are processed foods, whether it be from you know the fast food restaurants, or whether it be from the grocery store that is boxed and ready to cook, or you know cereals, uh, you name it, it's processed. And so, in order for them to keep this food on the shelf life, you know, for our consumption, they have to put a lot of preservatives in there in order to sustain the food, you know, so it won't mold and mildew and so forth and so forth, but however that is causing us a lot of problems in our body internally and then we're dealing with pesticides fungicides herbicides that they're spraying on the plant and we are consuming, you know, we're, we're always, we're, we're now taught to shop from the outer region of the grocery store where the fresh produce is and so forth. However, how many times have you heard of E. coli recalls, listeria mm-hmm. recalls, hepatitis wow. recalls because the greens are infected with these things? What is causing that? Well, if you go to Netflix, there's a movie right now that's called Poison. I think it's called Poison or Poisoned. Um, But it's an attorney who's been really fighting on our behalf as humanity um, to get the industrial agricultural world to change the process in which they are growing our our vegetables and it started with the meats, the cows. It used to be called mad cow disease or something like that where we would get E. coli very, you know, quickly um, and um, E. coli from eating ground beef. And so he fought and fought, and they changed their process of doing things and to ensure that the meat was not, you know, cross-contaminated with the uh, with the waste from the animals and so forth to, to to actually cause that E. coli. So the the ground beef industry was kind of saved right there at that point and then it became um problem with the, the vegetation is that the crops where they're growing the foods our vegetables is that they are Located within miles of the vicinity of where the cows are being, you know, are are hazing and being fed and being uh, getting ready, you know, fattened up <laughs> for slaughter and so forth. So, with that said, the cows are expo you know, they're expelling waste into the soil, and then that gets washed into The reservoir, the the water system, and the water system is used to also irrigate the vegetation crops, the vegetable crops. So that's where all this E. coli is coming from um, because it's in the waste from the animals that's now going into the water reservoir, and then that reservoir is using the water to irrigate the crops and so we that's where the e coli the stereo, all these you know different diseases are coming from the the, the contamination of toxicity that's coming from and uh it could be deadly e coli is a lot of people have it in their bodies and don't even know that it's there some people get it and they just you know get a little sick you know you you have people you, I'm sure people have what's called food poisoning all the time. You know that's E. coli. That's a pathogen that has entered your body through something that you ate and it caused your body to respond and you have diarrhea or you you uh vomited up or whatever and you just your body is like trying to heal itself, trying to get rid of it. And so then you have people that get really, really, really sick and they will lose their eyesight, they can lose, you know, a limb, and you know, it could be fatal as well. So it's just something uh I have a a client of mine right now who had food poisoning uh from eating some lettuce and she actually has lost part of her eyesight and she was unable to walk she has liver has problems with her liver right now so this is something that you know she's going to have to deal with for for a long time to di- to get better you know and uh, but these are things that are preventable if the agricultural world would change change their system a way of doing things and um so we um We're looking at that, but in the meantime, detoxification is very important and, and this is kind of a catch 22 because the best way to detoxify the body is through consuming more green leafy foods. Okay. So if all the green, if there's a possibility of the foods, the green, the foods that we're consuming being toxic, then you know, what are we to do? You know, how we're supposed to how are we supposed to manage this? And of course the answer the, the quickest answer would be to grow your own. A lot of unfortunately a lot of people cannot or do not know how to grow their own food, especially your your greens. So, you know, romaine, uh arugula, spinach, kale, collard greens, mustard greens, turnip greens, um All of those dark green leafy foods are natural detoxifiers in the body, and they are loaded with potassium, magnesium. Did you have a question?
0: Well, I'm listening to what you're saying about us not knowing how to grow our own food. And if you look at, you know, just the way uh, corporate America and everything has gone probably in the last hundred years, I'm wondering. Was that by design? Because after slavery, even during slavery, we had to do that type of work. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you're talking, oh, people don't know and or cannot grow, that's agriculture is, is a, a way of life, and uh, whether it be black farmers or farmers in general, that's something that was a needed skill at one point in time. <laughs> So now that you're talking about the pesticide, you're talking about industrial and other things. It's, we're not against any of that. I'm just saying that um, you know it's interesting you're mentioning that where you know we don't know. Uh, there's mm-hmm. generations that don't know yet their grand people mm-hmm. did know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's, 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 it, you're, you're kind of following the timeline. Uh, now that organic farming and even vertical gardens and raised flower beds are now uh gaining popularity in certain parts of the country in fact, sometimes uh the elementary school, junior high, and high schools that's one of the assignments that they have is the community garden now yes, and ma'am. um it shouldn't be uh you know relegated to people north south, east, and west it should be um for all of us, I think. But hopefully that will come back as a skill that people can make a living at and provide um, much more food to their communities, fresh food.
1: Yes, exactly. And I agree with you 100%, 300%. You know, eating healthy and having nutritional foods should be a human right. You know, um, we should not have to fear for our lives for the fact of, you know, what are we eating? but uh And is it going to poison us for something that God created to heal us? Because that's where your medicine is. It's in it's the foods, the, the vegetation, the plants, and the herbs. And um, even the Bible speaks of that, you know, Genesis 129. I put every seed-bearing plant and tree in the garden for food for your body or nourishment for your body. So that is... Basically, everything that our bodies need is you know through the vegetation, and then the healing you know if we need more healing in our body, herbs are there to help us to heal so and just about every Western medication has some form of herb in it. you know the problem is it also has a lot of chemicals in it, and the chemical compound side of the the medication. It's what the body doesn't recognize, and it ends up depleting the body of some vital nutrients, you know, whether it be vitamins and minerals and so forth. So, and it when it, that happens, it causes something else in the body to go wrong. Like if, if someone's on blood pressure medicine, well, over time, it depletes potassium. It could, you know, a particular medication could be depleting potassium, You know, the doctor may put them on a potassium supplement in addition to because they know that medicine pulls, that particular medicine pulls potassium from the body or magnesium from the body, which are two vital minerals that control the heart rhythm. You know, we were talking about earlier before we started the, the podcast here about all these athletes that are just, you know, dying suddenly, what they call sudden death, you know, on the basketball court, what is causing that, you know? And as a holistic uh, doctor, I look at, as, as a team, we have a research team and we're noticing a lot of people are, even with, you know, uh, the viruses that are in our environment right now, in our society, in the world, um, everybody that, that, that has caught, um, Let's say COVID because that's a major one that that everybody was, that's the the latest one that's out and it's still out, Um, a low in vitamin D, low in vitamin D. And it's a free vitamin because it's it's an actual hormone. It's not even a vitamin. It's a hormone that's created when our body, when our skin, which is the largest organ on our body, comes in contact with the sun. When we are exposed to the sun, and our skin is, is emerged in this beautiful sunlight. That's when that vitamin, that hormone is activated in our body. And that basically gives every cell in our body the energy that it needs to actually absorb the nutrients that we consume on a daily basis and to process those. Every cell in our body, needs vitamin D. It needs it. So for us to be, you know, majorly vitamin D deficient, that is a major problem. Um, And a lot of people that got of COVID or caught COVID, and everybody has cancer, has vitamin D deficiency. Everybody. You can research it for yourself, but vitamin D deficient. So what is that telling us? We need to get more sunlight if we are not able to get the the required amount of sunlight. And when you go out in the sun, I don't mean be fully dressed. You need to be, you know, your body needs to be exposed. Your skin has to be exposed because that's when the sun hits the skin, that organ, and activates the vitamin, the, the hormone in our body. So supplementation is a must right now. I take vitamin D. I recommend it, you know, to all my clients, the doctors are now recommending people take vitamin D because they are noticing across the board that we are just vitamin D deficient. So that is something. But you have to remember, you never take vitamin D. Like vitamin D3 is the most absorbable because it's closely related to the hormone that's in our body because like the company I have, Naturally Organic you we get ours from the uh, sheep's wool the skin of the sheep's wool. So it is comparable to the same hormone that our body makes, whereas vitamin 2 is a vegetation form. And so in order to be activated, vitamin 2, you know, and I know like some of the doctors would actually prescribe you 50,000 IUs of vitamin 2, vitamin D2, I'm sorry, vitamin D2, then, but the only way that that is activated in the body, you're going to have to go out in the sun because it's a plant source. So it has, to, you have to be out in the sun for it to actually activate and take place and do what it needs to do in the body. Whereas the vitamin D3, it works on its own. But you have to take it with K2. A lot of people are deficient in K2. K2, there's two types of K, K1 and K2. K2 is the one that actually helps the body to process the calcium that the D3, you know, starts to pull from the foods that we eat and the calcium. And the K2 helps to move that calcium through the bloodstream and out into the tissues and the bones. So, therefore, we don't have calcification of the arteries. So, a lot of people are taking high-levels of vitamin d D3, but not taking a K2, and it would cause plaque of their arteries. You know, so you have to know the science and know, cause supplement, supplementation is becoming a way of life now. And, but you have to be careful and know what you're taking. You know, like a lot of people are taking, you know, when COVID hit, everybody was rushing to get quercetin, quercetin, zinc, vitamin C, all of these things, elderberry, which are great, great resources to help prevent and help them strengthen the immune system. However, when you take high levels of zinc, you are robbing the body of copper, which is very much needed mineral in the body. So you should not take, you know, any more than 5 to 10 milligrams a day of zinc. And so a lot of people taking multiple products that had, you know, this one had zinc in it, this one had zinc in it, this one had zinc in it, and so forth and so forth. So you're actually causing your body to be more imbalanced. Um, Then you need to look at your vitamin C. You know, vitamin C, ascorbic acid is just a part of the complex of vitamin C. It is not vitamin C itself. Of course, the best way is through natural oranges, uh, lemons, limes, you know, plants. Like I said, your green leafy vegetables, high levels of vitamin C, um, a lot of fruits, vitamin C. Um, those are your natural sources to get. That's why I said food is your best source. Food, natural source. But the problem is we don't have the time or the money to even you know, eat organic, so-called organic, um, and so we're just, you know, so supplementation, like I said, is becoming a way of life. So when you're taking vitamin C, you don't want to take ascorbic acid by right? itself so, because it's not going to do what it needs to do. It's only a fraction of the complex of the the entire vitamin C spectrum. So you really want to take it from a food source, like. I use elderberry. Elderberry is very high in vitamin C. And so that's my plant based vitamin C. And, uh, but it's also, it has other great health benefits as well. Or use rose hips. And, you know, if you're taking a supplementation, just take a natural plant source of vitamin C as opposed to ascorbic acid. Okay? And that's, that's, that's the kind of information that I like to use, try to help educate people on because it's confusing out here. It's just like they're just telling us to do this and do that and do this and we're not knowing, we just rush into the store and then all supplements are not created equal because some of them have heavy metals in them, whether it be lead, mercury, arsenic, which we already know those are very dangerous to the body, very toxic to the body. So we've taken a supplement and we think it's something that's going to help us, but it's harming us more over time because it has not been tested um, because it comes from another country or so forth that it's not regulated like the manufacturing labs here in the United States are regulated. So I made sure when I started formulating and building my own supplement line uh, which are based in a whole food sources, not synthetic vitamins and minerals. Because if you take a lot of these vitamins and minerals out here that are on the market that you can just go to the, the local store and pull off the shelf, they're going to be synthetic. What What is synthetic means? It means it was created in a lab to mimic the actual vitamin that comes from a food source. So your body, again, doesn't absorb what it's supposed to absorb. It's not, it doesn't recognize it because it doesn't recognize, the body's very smart. It's like, I need nutrition. I need food. So again, you know, you want to, like all of my labs I use are, they test in-house tests and they use third party testing. And we have certificate of analysis as to how much lead, mercury, arsenic, whatever, you know, it can't have any of those things in it. E. coli, listeria, you know, hepatitis is tested for all of those. So if it if, if one ingredient that goes into um, our supplement has is contaminated with any of that, they send the whole entire barrel back and get another one and they test it. So sometimes my supplements, especially if they're a complex supplement like my alkalizing greens, has over twelve different organic greens in it, it, it takes me literally about six months for them to, you know, formulate it, put it together, and get it. Get all the shipments in, the raw ingredients in, test them, you know, if it needs to be shipped back out, it has to be, you know, shipped back out, a new one has to come in, and then they mix it up and formulate it. So it's, you have to be careful about where you're getting your supplements from. That's all I'm saying. Do your research. There are a lot of great companies out here that provide excellent, you know, they're going to watch out for your health and maintain it because you want to get it from an FDA-approved laboratory. So these um, manufacturers actually are inspected by the FDA to make sure that they are, you know, they're wearing their hairnets, they're wearing their gloves, they're wearing their masks, they're wearing their protective clothing. You know, it's like, you know, they're actually in a lab, you know, their feet. You know, they're, so they're not cross-contaminating the, the ingredients that are going into the supplement. And I've walked the hallways of my labs and literally, I mean, I had to like put on things like I was going into a contamination area, decontamination area. And, but you could literally, literally eat off the floors. That's how clean they are. And that's where you want to know that your supplements are coming from if you're going to you know, consume supplements. And same with food. You know, you want that as well, but we don't even pay attention to the food so much, and we don't pay attention to supplements as well. But these are things I want people to know so that they can educate themselves and do better. And the more we're educated, because this is the way the world is going. But getting back to the greens, I have a vertical tower garden. I think you spoke about that, Sabrina. And um, I have an aeroponic, Tower garden, so I grow my own green, and I call it tower to table. And my mission with my company, with every time someone buys from my products in it for natural organic, you, we have eighty percent of that money goes back to eradicating food deserts. So my goal is to actually have tower farm, farms, tower to table farms, community farms. In all of the communities, the the, the food desert communities across the in the nation, so that everyone will have access to healthy foods. And so they're they're going to be set up in into uh, greenhouses, and they you know we will have partnered with different churches to actually you know take care of maintenance those and and disseminate those to the communities. In those neighborhoods, in those areas, because it's a human right. It's, some, it's really a human right, and so um, that is one way. Like you were talking about raised beds, you know, a lot of people are getting into raised beds. But tower farms are awesome. They really are, especially aeroponic. And I had basically harvested. Um, I yield about ten, ten harvests off of one, one growth. You know. And, uh, so now I'm re I'm re-finishing that so that i will be ready for now. And think about it, it grows year round, you know, so I don't have to worry about, I grow mine inside. Go ahead.
0: I think that it's awesome that you are, and many are, are now getting back into seeing how food grows, knowing what types of plants are, uh, are happening. And actually knowing the names of the different vegetables and and greens that they're growing. And even in some whole food places and some of the groceries out there on the outer perimeters of the store, they're getting back into, I guess, reintroducing some names we may not be familiar with, different types of lettuce. But you're talking about growing, actually seeing and knowing where your food comes from. And I think that's important.
1: Yes, it it truly is. It's empowering and it brings so much peace to me because I literally pull it off my tower and rinse it off and put it on my table. So that's why I call it tower to table. And um, I know there's no pesticides on it because I didn't have to use any. Because I grow mine indoors. I have actually a grow light, grow lights around my tower garden. So it basically mimics, gives the full spectrum of the natural sunlight so that the, if the greens actually have the right photosynthesis, produce the right photosynthesis, uh, in order to grow healthy. And we use a mineral balance, pH balance, everything. And it's so easy to do. And these, uh, aeroponic tower farms, roughly about $1,000, you know, and you can even make payments on it for the company that I use. You can make, it's no credit check or background check or anything. It's just you, you can do payments of $93 a month for 12 months, and it's paid for. But they send you your garden, your tower garden, and it could feed your whole, literally your whole family. You have a family of four, six, it would feed your whole family. You know, so you would save so much money but the main thing you have a peace of mind that you know your food is not, you know, contaminated with any type of bacteria or you know, uh toxin. And that's that's the greatest reward that I like I love about it. Because I'm I don't have a green thumb to bring up I don't. You know, I'm one of those people that did I don't know anything about farming. You know, so, but the tower garden was something easy for me to you know to learn the videos were easy to follow, and it just it was like it was a no brainer and um so I no longer have to rely on the grocery stores of food supplies you know to to uh give me my greens, so I have like the spicy green lettuce, the baby greens, the arugula, the kale, the spinach um uh, God, they so I mean, it is amazing. Uh, the, 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 the freshness, the collards, um, the turnips, the mustards. I have all of that growing right in my living room. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it is, uh, it is something that, you know, maybe there's something someone out there is listening to might want to look into if you don't have a green thumb. And, uh.
0: What are the health benefits long-term? What are your health benefits long-term? Because, I mean, I know you went uh, uh, through uh, growing up in the South and uh, done the beauty pageant thing. But long-term in your health, uh, the last few minutes we have, what are some of the health benefits that you personally have had over this long haul doing this?
1: Well, the the greatest health benefit is that I don't have to take any medications. For anything uh my my blood work is excellent. I still go to my doctor. I love doctors. I have nothing against doctors um so I go to them for my regular checkup, my wellness checkups, and things of that nature and everything comes back perfect i'm fifty nine I'll be sixty next month no in January and so to be able to keep my weight, maintain my weight um to have the energy that I have. Not have to worry about taking medications, um, Western medications. It's it's a great benefit. I have more energy than some twenty year olds. In fact, I teach dance sometimes in the schools, and and these are basically kindergartners through sixth graders. And I I'll, I'll go there and dance for six hours because I have to teach each class individually. Sometimes when I'm working with them, and they would, and sometimes I only have them for like 45 minutes because that's that time period that I I can work with them, and they are so exhausted. They're like, "I'm tired, I'm tired, Mister," and I'm still going. And it's just the energy, the uh, clarity, you know, and focus, and brain, the memory, all of that is the greatest benefit from eating more plant based. And that's what I tell people, I'm not a vegan, I'm not a vegetarian, don't don't give me any titles like that, I'm just more plant-based. Do I eat chicken? Yes. I eat clean chicken every now and then. I eat fish, I love it because of the omega, as long long as it's low in mercury, um, because it's great for the joints, it's great for the body, um, and then... I eat natural oils like olive oil. I use it don't cook with it. It's not healthy to cook with olive oil, but I use sunflower oil, I use grape seed oil, avocado oil if I'm going to you know lightly saute or steam my vegetables and so forth and the benefit is is that you will have abundant health the way that Jesus told us when we came you know he came here you know you you you're We wish you to to prosper in your health as your soul prospers. So eating more from natural, from the ground, and using herbs to heal our body, then we are going to live an abundant life, and we'll be able to fulfill our will that we were put on this our soul, for what our soul was put here to do. But if you're constantly worried about, you know, what doctor I have to go see today or if you know, I have chemotherapy scheduled this week, I have dialysis scheduled this week. You 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 you're not you're not living, you're just existing. So I'm trying to get people back to the garden so that they can heal and um said at the best, food is thy medicine. You know, it is your medicine. And so plants. That's where your your food is. And people say, well, I can't get my protein from plants. Yes, you can. Where does a cow get its protein from? Does it consume another animal to get their protein? No, it eats grass. How about a chicken? Where does it get its protein from? Yeah, it eats worms, but it eats mostly grains and seeds. So why are we having to go through a third-party source to get our protein when all the protein is – I'll go even further, the gorilla, the the elephant doesn't eat another animal to consume its protein to get his protein. No one eats leaves and berries and bananas where well, the gorilla eats bananas. But the, the elephant eats off the trees, the leaves, the berries and things of that nature. So, you know, we have to use common sense and we have to realize, you know, God created everything for us to keep us healthy. And um we just have to do our research and due diligence, and clean our greens, clean our boots, you know, wash them off really good, and um and just consume them because that's where all of our nutrients are. That's where everything is going to heal us. And then the sun is a free vitamin, free. It's free, you know, to to you know to actually allow the body to process that that hormone, vitamin D. So, but if you're not, take a supplement because that is that is a major major hormone that the body needs, so that's the benefits for me. It's abundant health, and then from there, I have joy, I have love, I have peace in my life because you know i can, I have the energy to have it, and um, I don't have to worry about carefully my children having to change my diapers one day or you know, take me to this and that. I mean, not, not saying that that can't happen. I'm just saying I'm trying to take care of my health in the best possible way so that my children can have a productive life in their 40s and 50s and not have to worry about mom so much. You know, I want to be able to dance when I turn 90 and 100 years old, still be able to dance. And that's the major thing. We want to be able to enjoy our grandchildren. We want to be able to travel and do the things that we want to do in life as we, quote, retire from a job or so forth. But, you know, my thing is I never retire because this is my life's work. This is what my soul was put here to do is to Mm -hmm. educate people. So I will never retire from what I do, but I do enjoy
0: life. That's wonderful. Thanks so much for being with us. Can you give us your website and uh, uh, anything else you want us to know in terms of what you have on the web?
1: Uh Yes, ma'am. Uh, the website is naturallyorganicu.com, and I'll spell that out, N-A-T-U-R-A-L-L-Y, organic, O-R-G-A-N-I-C-U, Y-O-U. Dot com so you can go on there and if you go to when you go to the website, click on dr duke's holistic guide there's a lot of free information that I just spoke about that you can download. I give it to you for free you know the alkaline the eighty twenty alkaline food guide uh has the list of all the the alkaline foods that you can you can you just i tell people print it out. I like the foods that you and your family like in grocery shop and eat from that list. And that way you're getting more alkaline foods into your your daily lifestyle. I don't like to use the word diet because the word die is in diet. So we don't want to die. We want to live. So therefore, we change our lifestyle. We change our relationship with food. We change the way we, we look at food and how it is actually helping us to heal our bodies. So when we do that, we change our mindset. Then everything else comes in into order. The spiritual being of ourselves, the mental being of ourselves, everything just gets in balance. Gets back in balance. Okay, so that's the whole thing is becoming back balanced in this world, so that we can live an abundant life. And I want that for each and every one of you. So. Download the free information and if you want to go and look at the natural products you can call for consultation and we can help guide you if you're dealing with a certain uh uh say dis ease in the body uh, uh imbalance, then we can kinda of help you with the supplement, guide you and which ones would be better for you as opposed you know, so you're not confused and going, Okay, what I need to get this, I need to get that, or I need to get this you know, so we can kind of help direct you. We have a team that actually helps people to do that, to kind of make sense of it all. So I'm just here to help.
0: Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate having you. I've learned an awful lot. And, uh you know, we hope to have you back.
1: Thank you so much, Sabrina. And thank you for all that you do. And um, I just pray abundant blessings upon you, you know. Through all that you do.
0: Same back to you. Thanks so much. You've been listening to Building Abundant Success with Sabrina Marie, November 15th, 2023.